Elite Wealth Advisors presents Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. 480-680-6868. We have a representative standing by right now to take your call, answer any questions you have from today's show, or set up that complimentary consultation. It is a Morningstar portfolio analysis. It is available this weekend exclusively to our radio audience here on Success in the New Retirement. You can also find the team online at successinthenewretirement.com. Damon, Matt, how's your bracket? Is it completely busted up or are you still holding on to anything? Mine's terrible. (laughs) Mine blew up right off the bat and it never recovered. And I think I'm literally like the second. I think the only person that might be lower than me is the guy that didn't put in his final score. And so none of his picks got in. (laughs) But I'm I'm that bad. Technicality. Damon, do you fill out a bracket every year for March Madness? We have a a family one. And right now I'm in third. Okay. You know, I don't know if that's saying much, but it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. 20 million fans filled out brackets that the NCAA is monitoring right now. 20 million fans. You know how many still remain? Zero. Not a one. Not a one. Most of them were busted by the 28th game. Yeah, I think Warren Buffett throws out an offer of a million dollars for anybody that can pick a perfect bracket every year, and I don't think he's ever paid. Oh, because he doesn't have to. The closest that anyone has come was about five years ago, one guy made it to the second game of the Sweet 16, and that was it. Uh, How much do you think that we as Americans are gambling on March Madness, the basketball tournament? Mm, I'm going to say 500 million. 500 million. All right. Damon, what do you think? Oh, gosh. I don't know. You know, a a little bit higher than 500. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of people going, I hate gambling because we collectively have wagered nine billion with a B. Wow. Nine billion on March Madness. That's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> now, three billion of that is illegally, but nine billion overall. You remember last week we were talking about Tom Brady, how he signed his, I came out of retirement right after that guy spent half a million dollars on a football. Yeah. So Tom Brady offered the guy a, a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin, and he said he'd give it to his charity of choice. <laughs> and then the Bitcoin company that he works with offered the guy his own personal Bitcoin. So basically they offered him about 40000 bucks as kind of a consolation prize for his $500,000 investment in a football that's <laughs> worthless now. <laughs> so. Good for him, I guess, which now that football is worth ten thousand dollars yeah that one didn't work out he would have been better off putting on his bracket right yeah <laughs> 480-680-6868 to reach out to the team at acute wealth advisors and we're having a conversation in the last segment about annuities and i want to continue that because you know the fed we talked about they raised interest rates a quarter of a point so what does that mean damon matt for somebody that is shopping for an annuity because i saw an article in financial advisor magazine that it said it all really depends on what kind of annuity you have so how will these higher interest rates, how will they or how can they impact specific annuities? Well, so you're never going to just run out to, you know, your local annuity shop and <laughs> and buy an annuity just because Doesn't the interest exist. rates went up a little bit, right? Annuities are us. Again, annuities, we'll use those in our practice. If someone walks into our office and they have a major need for income in retirement, they can be a really good tool. But one thing that is interesting, and I will bring this up, is Roger Ibbotson, who's a really famous um, Yale professor. He's an economist. He has done a ton of work and really respected. He wrote a white paper a couple of years ago and he talked about how he thinks bonds are going to perform over the next 10 years. 
and compared that to alternative strategies. So bottom line is this. Bonds, when interest rates go up, bonds go down in value. And the reason for that is if you bought an interest bearing bond today, let's say it was paying 3% and interest rates go up. Well, if someone was issuing a new bond, they're going to have to pay a higher interest rate because interest rates are higher. Now, instead of paying 3%, maybe they're paying three and a half or 4%. Well, if you already own the 3% bond, why in the world would anybody buy your bond if they could go buy the brand new one that's paying you know a higher interest rate? And so that's why bonds struggle. And so if you've been watching your investment portfolio, we've had a lot of volatility with the stock market. And part of that has actually been in the bond market. Bond markets have not been very safe so far this year because of the threat of rising interest rates and now the reality of rising interest rates. And so Roger Ibbotson, coming back to my story on his white paper, he basically said, look, I think interest rates are likely to be higher over the next 10 years. They're going to have to increase. And he basically based that off of the fact that we're at historical lows. So it wasn't too much of a stretch to say they're going to have to go higher. And so what he said is if interest rates are going to rise over the next five and 10 years, well, what that means is bonds aren't going to perform and produce as good of results as they had in the past. So what are the options out there? And one of the things that he went through in his white paper he talked about was a fixed index annuity. And he said a fixed index annuity, with the way those are designed, is if the market goes down, you lose nothing. If the market goes up, you're going to capture a portion of that gains. For example, there's one out there right now that captures like 60% of what the market produces. Okay, so let's say you're following like you know the JP Morgan Mosaic Index and the market goes up, you're gonna capture a portion of that upside, but you don't have any of the downside. So the market goes up ten percent, you know, maybe you got seven or eight. And if the market goes down ten percent, you don't lose anything. What he did is he showed that if you had something like that that averaged five, six, seven percent, which a lot of these fixed index annuities will do. That will produce a better return, a substantially better return than what bond portfolios are estimated to produce over the next few years. And so he kind of made the suggestion in there and he said, look, there's other alternatives out there besides bonds. This is one of them. If you're looking for something that provides some safety in a portfolio that can help you protect against some downside risk, this is a good alternative to consider. Mm -hmm. And so again, if someone walked into our office and they were like, look, Matt, I want to have some safe money. I don't necessarily want to have bonds. I don't mind if some of this money socked away and I'm not touching it for a few years. That would be something you potentially could explore as an alternative. And I guess the point I would make is Again, Damon and I are, you know, we think annuities serve a purpose. They can be good. I guess what I would say with that is the approach that he's taking there, and, I th- and we try to do that in our practice as well, is basically saying, look, you don't just have to use stocks and bonds. There's other things out there. There's structured notes. There's all these different investment strategies out there that you potentially could layer into your portfolio to have more diversification than just stocks and bonds. And so I guess our advice or what our recommendation to people would be is, you know, open up your horizons there. Look at the alternatives because the market has advanced quite a bit. There is a lot more available to you than maybe you realize. And you might find some better strategies that are going to be able to benefit you better through some of these volatile times or rising interest rates or some of the things that we're that we're seeing today or, or could be seeing in the coming years. Annuities and, and bonds, they can be a little overwhelming at time. And that's why it's so important to ask these questions. And Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton, they want to answer these questions with you. That's why they offer that complimentary Morningstar portfolio analysis. It's a complimentary consultation at no cost or obligation to you. 480-680-6868. And Damon, why is it that people seem to find annuities so overwhelming at times? Well, we grow up hearing about stocks and bonds. 
right? And and sometimes when you say alternative investments, sometimes people are going to go directly to, oh, like Bitcoin that's really volatile or so new that it's really unpredictable. Annuities have been around quite a long time, uh, different variations of them. And some of them are good and some of them aren't good, just like we find in any industry, whether that's stocks or bonds. And and one of the points that, that Matt was making that I want to emphasize is that this is a bond alternative. It's not something you should be comparing to the stock market um, and some of those returns when they're really good. Um, that's not the purpose of those. And not all annuities are equal. They're not all the same. There are multiple kinds. And there are, again, there are in each class, there's some that are good and, and some that aren't. You had mentioned earlier with rising interest rates, your fixed annuity, which is like a CD, those rates will get better. But right now they're still low. So they're not a great investment. Your variable annuities, right? If we talked about in our show already that there potential of a recession coming. Well, variable means that you've got assets in that annuity that are tied to mutual funds or the stock market. So if the stock market's not doing good, they're not going to do well either. And then there's additional fees. Right. And then there, there's also your fixed index, which Matt just talked about, which can be a good alternative for safety and or for income. So depending on what you have, if you have an annuity and you don't really understand what you have, you know, a lot of people will come in and, and we'll do that explanation for them. We'll do an annuity x-ray and talk about and say, look, here's what you actually have and here's how it functions and here's what it's costing you. Is that a good decision and is it a good part of your portfolio? And and that can open your eyes, just like we'll do with the rest of the portfolio. That analysis will really kind of help you understand better what you have, why it's there, and whether or not you're getting what you're paying for so that you can make good decisions going forward. So you know, one thing I would just say on that and give you an example. So I had a client that came in, it was about, I don't know, six months ago, and he had an awesome pension. He had Social Security. He was pretty wealthy and they had everything covered. And so most of his wealth, most of his investments, his goal was, look, I don't think I'm ever going to touch this. I want to invest this long term. I'm fairly aggressive with my portfolio. I want to be pretty risky with my stuff. That was kind of the premise on that. And so we went through all of our stuff. We talked through all the different strategies. And he, he kind of paused me. He's like, hey, you know, I've been to a bunch of people. I've heard a bunch of people on the radio. And you haven't mentioned one time me purchasing an annuity. And I wonder why, because every other person I've gone to has suggested that as one of the options I should be considering. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I said, when we're suggesting an annuity for someone, it's someone that wants to have something safe, that they're looking for a bond alternative, or they're looking for something to create kind of a pension or an income stream. And in your case, that's not something you're looking for. And so why would I suggest that? Why would I try to pigeonhole you into something that really doesn't match up to your investment objectives and what you're trying to accomplish? And he was kind of shocked by that because, again, he's like, everybody else, you know, it seems like that was their go-to thing. That was one of the things that they had suggested. And I said, well, again, our goal is to build a plan that's custom to what you're wanting to do that meets your goals and objectives. And yours are different than maybe someone else in a completely different situation. And so I guess the point I would make with that is there is not a one-size-fit-all. You've got to look at what your goals and objectives are, figure out what's going to work in your plan, and then work with a financial advisor that's going to help you build that together with those things in mind. Yeah. And it's like Damon mentioned a couple of seconds ago. It's that annuity x-ray. That's all part of the Morningstar portfolio analysis. Let's have that conversation. 480-680-6868 or always online at successinthenewretirement.com. When we get back, the 4% rule, is it still a good option or is it time to move on? We'll get to that plus more. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. We'll be right back. 